Brisbane Wakes Up with Steph, Abby and Matt on B105. Hello, podcasters. Thank you for downloading today's uh, podcast, Friday podcast. You're going to hear the amount that Maddie raised for top blokes, Maybe. which is sensational. Mm-hmm. But if anyone does want to be the hero and round it up, that would be amazing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Link is still open. Fat Man Scoop joined us. He did, yes. I was just uh, talking to someone in the hallway that said who, they asked who it was that was on the show. I said Fat Man Scoop. They thought it was Tracy Morgan, and he does kind of sound like Tracy Morgan. What's all the chicken heads? I don't know. I really wanted to know. Yeah. All the chicken heads. Put be, your hands No, up. it'd be quiet. Oh, be Didn't quiet. we ask all the chicken heads? Big boys. No, the other way around, I thought. Is it? All the chicken heads. Be, be quiet. quiet. All the chicken heads. I thought we asked him about chicken heads a couple of years I think he ago. was saying, like, uh, was it? It's to cover up a it, bad, naughty word, isn't it? Oh, maybe. Uh, or like dickheads. Mm. Like yeah, them. like the guys or something. Right. I don't know. Right. Mm. Why does Fat Man Scoop say chicken heads? <laughs> um, well, from a website, dogsonacid.com. Yeah, okay. Yeah, says, reliable is, source. Is a chicken head what I think it is? Right. Um... <laughs> I mean, a chicken head is, is what you, it sounds like. Uh, let me go to chi- a chicken head on the Urban Dictionary mm. is blacking out so hard that you can't remember what you did the night before. Oh, oh right. Dude, I got so chicken head last night. Right. Oh, right. Okay. okay. That makes sense. Yeah. Mm. So maybe it's that. There you go. Well, the chicken heads put your hands up. But they don't remember that they did that, no, though. That's no. why he has to repeat it. So, make n- Make noise. <laughs> make noise. <laughs> there you go. Fat Man Scoot. Well, he joins us. Um, let's get into it. Stab Abby and Matt for breakfast. B105. His boots are made for walking. And that's just what he'll do. One of these days, Matt, his boots are going to walk 50Ks for charity. Well, that day was yesterday. Yes. So it is done. And some people asked me yesterday, are you going to do it next year? And I said, talk to me next year. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Thank you to everyone who came out to the Raceview Hotel uh, yesterday afternoon. Um, Also, the Raceview did a very kind donation um, as well. We made it. We did 55 Ks in the end Mm -hmm. because we had to go the safest way. (laughs) Overachiever. No, don't get get me wrong. We got to Red Bank and Jack, our boss, was doing the last leg with us. And because the other boys, my cousin Jason and Reese from um, Top Blokes, had Strava on their watches, mm. yeah. and they were tracking it the whole way. And they were like, uh, all sweet, guys, 5Ks. we got 5Ks to go. So we were like up and about. Yeah, be... And Jack was like, <laughs> it was like, oh, no. I said, what? I said, what, man? What was that? He said, that'd be heartbreaking. It's actually 10. Jeez Louise. So, but it was fine. We did it. We got there. I'm so proud of both of them for coming along as well. Um, and we will get a final tally. We we're chasing 50,000. We mm-hmm. will get a final tally later into the show. Um, we've all been texting this morning. We're all a little bit sore and broken. Um, but, you know, it was a bit of a celebration. You guys were there at the end mm-hmm. um, doing the show, and there was a lot of people in the pub. There was a few beers flowing. And just after you guys left, um, a tradie came up to me and gave me 100 cash mm-hmm. to put towards the total and also handed me a fireball shot. Ah. Oh. Um, and you know. What's in a fireball? It's a whiskey. Whiskey. Like cinnamon. Yeah, yeah. cinnamon. So they're it's nice. They're really delicious mm. uh, and also very dangerous. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> so I was like, ah, oh, you know what? what? You when in to. race for you. You have to. Bang down it went. Fire it all. Sent it. <laughs> right? Sent it. I was like, yeah, no yeah. worries. All good. 
sat with me for a bit. Oh, no. And then came good again. Oh, good. So I had my second beer. Mm-hmm. And then I said to my wife, Esther, I was like, I th- think we should go, babe. It was about 7 o'clock. I was like, I'll get up to the show tomorrow. Get in the car, chuck everything in the back. And then we start heading out. And we get onto the Warrego Highway. Start driving. We had to come back here to work to drop my cousin Jason at his car. Right. Um, and I, I left my car here. Yeah. Um, and <laughs> wasn't sitting well. It didn't sit. No. Because you didn't have anything to eat either. Like you ate, ate little snacks on the way. Correct. But... Yeah. No, no, no. If you ever watch the Olympics, when the dude crosses the line from Ethiopia and he crosses a marathon line like four hours in front of everyone, he bangs down a tequila shot, <laughs> then he does a lemon, and he's fine. It's perfectly fine. You know, it's not like you'd be dehydrated at all. No, no. Nah. So, so I'm in the back. A little bit goes into my mouth, uh-huh. and it's in there. Ew. And I didn't really want it. There was my cousin Kyla driving, my wife Esther beside me, my cousin Jason in the front seat. It's in my mouth. Got some big choices to make. <laughs> yes. Got some big, quick decisions. Yes. I'm like, okay, so I go to wind down the window, mm. but because it's my cousin's car and she's got two kids under five, Good God. the windows are locked. <laughs> I'm like, oh my God, am I swallowing this? What am I doing? Oh, so yeah. I know. I'm sorry. I know it's too much. So I'm elbowing Esther. And I'm pointing at the window button. She's like, she's like, what? And then I'm pointing at my Kyle and my cousin who's driving. She's like, what? I'm like, (laughs) 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 she finally clicks on after 30 seconds. Oh my god! Finally, the child lock comes off on the window. Bang! Wow! Bang! Just made it. On fire at all. Wow, you made your own donation. Oh, no. <laughs> wow. What did your cousin say? He uh, doesn't remind me of a man that would throw up after a few drinks. <laughs> no, no, no. He goes, you're right, big fella? <laughs> I'm like, I am now. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Uh, yeah, so I learnt my lesson there, and it was waters from there on oh, in. Yeah. So, uh, How are the legs today? Stiff. Yeah, yeah, they're a bit sore. My feet feel a bit numb. My blisters? No. That's great. No, the, the hawkers, are they? Is mm. that the brand? Made for walking. Yeah, the shoes. Yes. They're great, aren't they? Yes, so good. So the athletes foot in Carindale hooked me up big time. Mm. They really saved me yesterday. So um, Yeah, I think so, because even people that walked with you a little bit got blisters. Yeah. I want to say a little bit like 10Ks. It's because they're wide, mm. so they don't rump. Uh, yeah, speakers. they're like ramp, like they're like two big clouds that you walk on almost, <laughs> those things, aren't they? <laughs> we should get sponsorship. Yeah, yeah, yeah we really not, should. Not from Fireball. No, 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 definitely no. not. <laughs> Stab Abby and Matt for breakfast. B105. His boots are made for walking, and that's just what he'll do. One of these days, Matt, his boots are gonna walk 50Ks for charity. Yeah, yesterday it was done. After 69,148 steps. Wow. <laughs> uh, we left here at the studio at the top of Caxton Street. We got um, right there into the Raceview Hotel. Mm-hmm. Um, and a huge shout out to uh, people who were stopping along the way and, and handing us cash. Yeah, it was nice to hear all the people beeping as they yeah. went past. Yeah, yeah, all the beeps. They, they kept us going. That was our final sort of 15 kilometres when the beeps were coming through. So it meant a really it meant a lot to get there. It was for Top Blokes Foundation. We're trying to raise fifty thousand um, dollars. This program will help young men in their their mental health and help them to grow up to be good, 
well-established, um, confident men. Yes, and we're trying all sorts of ways to raise money. And one of the ways that we did try to do it was to get a Macklemore meet and greet at next Friday's Friday's Live. And we auctioned it off to the highest bidder. He would be, would he be, he's in Australia. I don't think he'd be in Brisbane yet, would he? I think no. he's in Melbourne. Right. Mm. But I know that he's having di- downtime here, right? Mm. I mean, if you had to choose a place, would you like to go to cold Melbourne or how about Queensland? Yeah, without mm. a doubt. So um, if you would like to bid on this at the moment, remember you'll give the donation into the charity. Mm-hmm. So this meet and greet becomes tax deductible. Mm-hmm. $13,10.60. Um, you just need to outbill, uh, outbid Mel, who you guys had on yesterday, right? Yes. Now, Mel has the highest bid uh, for the Macklemore meet and greet. Mel, remind everyone what your bid was yesterday. It was all the two. <laughs> <laughs> Two thousand two hundred twenty-two and twenty-two cents. Yeah, all right. Yeah. I we'll, do like we'll it. We'll count you for that twenty-two cents too. By the way, don't forget about that. We will. Yeah, Every yeah. bit counts. All right. So if anyone wants these tickets and they're ready to outbid Mel, otherwise Mel, you'll have them. All right. Thirteen ten sixty. It's a double pass to Friday's live. Mm-hmm. Uh, you go backstage. Both of you get to meet yes. Macklemore, so it's two people. Now, Mel is not even buying the tickets for herself. She said that she is going to give it to someone at her work. There's a, a lot of guys at work at uh, T, uh, T&M. Yep. Yep. All right, so what, do they have to be employee of the month to get it? Is that what it sort of is? <laughs> no, we own a recurring business in Brisbane, um, and, yeah, we have 13 contractors that work for us. Um, I'll probably have to fight my brother for it. <laughs> right, okay, fair enough, fair enough. So you'll have to pick uh, your favourite. Well, 13, 10, 60, if you want to outbid Mel. Should we do it properly like a, here we got Mel here, Mel's got a 220, going once. Uh, going, Why is Borat doing this? Um, going twice. <laughs> Paul, 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 Paul. Oh, and someone's swooping in. All right, hey, Paul is there. Hey, Paul. How you going, buddy? Mate, you want to make a bid? Yeah, I'll, I'll be two and a half. Oh, Bang. two and a half. And if someone goes over that, I'll go three. Oh, well. Oh, look, <laughs> well, we just Mel, got a caller. Um, <laughs> what do you want to say, Mel? <laughs> How bad does he want them? Yeah. yeah. Do you want to increase you, your bid? Do you want to go to three two and a half? Oh, oh. oh, Paul, that, okay, thank okay, you. Okay, Paul, have you, is, are you putting in a bit of three and a half here? Yeah, I'll go three and a half. Okay. Okay. Three and a half. Three and a half it is. Anyone more for betting on... Three and a half. That's amazing, Paul. Are you a big Macklemore fan or you just know this is going to a good cause? Never heard of him. Never heard of him. Great. I love it. That's going to be a great meet and greet. What a legend. No, no, no. Paul, Paul, Paul. That's Macklemore. (laughs) What was that, Mel? Three six. Three six. We got an auction on our hands, ladies and gentlemen. Three six. They're three six, Paul. Three eight. Three eight. I got three eight, three eight, three eight. Back to Mel. Back to Mel. Mel for three eight. Three eight. Send it to you. Three eight. Four. Did you, say, did you say four? <laughs> Do you want to say it with confidence, Mel? Four? <laughs> I'm going to say four. Four? Four. Okay, four. Yeah, Oh, my goodness me. All right, we've got a uh, late contender. What, what are the tickets for? What, what are they doing? What are they, what are they for? <laughs> it's I'm scared you're not going to pay up, Paul. Yeah, but no, they're too. for meet and greets for Macklemore. But we do have another person called through, Isaac. In. Isaac. Okay, so hang on. You two wait there. We're going to have to bring him in on another phone line. Okay. All right, Isaac, we're at uh, $4,000 at the moment. With Mel, what is your bid for the Macklemore tickets? Uh, four and a half. Four and a half. Four and a half thousand dollars. All okay. right. Hold tight, Isaac. Uh, Mel is back there from TNM Group, uh, along with Paul, who doesn't know what he's bidding on. But what a legend. <laughs> yeah, I'll go four eight. Four eight. 
do okay. Okay, Mel. No, I'm gonna bow out. Okay, oh, fair Mel. enough. All do right. you know what, Mel? Thank you so much for setting the tone as well and, yeah. and calling up yesterday. That's been amazing. Thank you so much. Mm-hmm. Yeah, on you, Mel. What done. Oh. oh, thank you. I appreciate the support uh, so much, Mel. You're amazing at TNM Group Brisbane. Good on you. Thank you. I have a small feeling you might want to stick by your phone today. Anyway, uh, what well, right. you don't think? Oh well. No, nah, I back Paul. Paul's okay. just, Paul's just a good you, bloke. I love you too. <laughs> <laughs> All so, right. Where are we at? We got Isaac and Paul on the line. Yes, and I believe Isaac, your last bid was four eight. No, my last bid was 4.8. Oh, sorry, Paul. All right, so we're at 4.8. Isaac, do you want to go higher than 4.8? Five and a half. Five and a half. Five and a half grand? Yeah. Ed, mate, what is it, gold? <laughs> now, Isaac, is this from a business or is this just you personally? Pardon? Is this just you personally wants to go see Macklemore? Are you calling from a business? Uh, personally. Okay. Personally. All right, so, Isaac. What do you go, five and a half? Yeah, yeah. five and a half. Oh. Can I go halfway, five, five, five and a half, fifty? Yep. Yeah, yeah, I don't care. <laughs> yeah, that's good. All right, five and a half, fifty. Isaac, ball's in your court. You want to go take it higher? I'm out. You're out. He's out. Hey, You're out. There we go. Five thousand five hundred and fifty bucks for Macklemore meet and greet at Friday's live next Friday. Paul, you are going to have a experience. Stab Abby and Matt for breakfast. B one hundred and five. Yesterday we wrapped it up the fifty k walk. Fifty five. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. It did end in fifty five kilometers. Um, it was amazing to see everyone at the Raceview Hotel. We were raising money for uh, Top Blokes Foundation. Uh, let's relive the moment that it all went down. We're at the Raceview Hotel, about to see him in. Apparently he is only seconds away. He is walking up the gangplank to the front door of the Raceview Hotel. He is now walking in the door. Jason, Reese, get up here. Come on. Do you need to sit down? No, I'm good. I think I'm good. I think I'm good. I'm sweaty. You look surprisingly okay, everybody. Oh, I don't feel that way. Okay. <laughs> We've been hearing stories of blisters and blood and pus and sweat. It's been hectic. Have you got blisters? Did you change your socks? I haven't taken my shoes off. I'm too scared to look at my feet. Okay, that's fine. Are, are they hurting? I think I might wear them till tomorrow. Yeah, that's probably now, a good idea. I think idea. a lot of people have to remember, not only did you walk 50Ks, but you guys also are carrying 10 kilogram vests. Would you Which you can take off like now. Would you like to take off? <laughs> yeah. I do want to just mention, Yes. we had to go the safest route here. Yeah. I know. Obviously, so we wouldn't uh, get hit by a car. Yeah. And we actually did 55Ks. <laughs> and I just, I just want that on the record. Fair enough. I just want to say um, massive thank you to Reese is here from Top Blokes. He's one of the ambassadors. And my cousin Jason is here as well. It's his brother. He's the reason we did this. His life got cut short 12 months ago. And I don't want to ever see my son or anyone else's son or anyone's daughter ever have to experience that. And so I'm so proud of you, mate, for doing this for your brother. And he'd be so proud of you for doing what you've done today. <laughs> no, put me on the spot here. <laughs> we did that this morning. It feels yeah. like a lifetime ago when Doesn't we're sending it? you out of the studio. But this has been important for you, you yeah. said. 
Yeah, it has been. And uh, I said this morning, you know, I appreciated Matt asking me. Uh, it meant a lot. And uh, as much, you know, to help top blokes to, to support Matt, but also for myself. So, yeah. you know, I really appreciate it. We're very proud of Matt uh, in our family and uh, all the things that he does. So good on you, mate. I appreciate it. You know, you, you can tell how special something like this is when you've got kids lined up out the front handing you $5 notes from their piggy bank, yeah. you know. So um, um, anyone who's been listening today who is thinking they can't get through it, you absolutely can. Yeah. And, you know, we wore these vests and the whole idea of these 10-kilo vests was that it was carrying the weight of mental health and... All I can tell you is the further we walk today, the lighter and lighter that these vests felt mm. and they disappeared and that's all you got to think about. If you are struggling, just keep on going. Just keep on moving. The further you get, the lighter it will feel and there will be light at the end and there will be someone there who will be so happy that you made it. So well, dig so deep. Mate, awesome. Proud of you. You set Thank out you. and said that this is what you want to achieve, and you absolutely smash your goal. And we want to be able to get to fifty thousand. So you guys need to take these. Have, a, have a seat. Have a yeah. seat. All right, you don't have to work yeah, for a second. Let's, let's drop the vest. Let's get let's get these vests off. They got to come off. Stab Abby and Matt for breakfast. B one hundred and five. Alpha Box Monday morning, 8 o'clock. It's worth $10,000. We have three answers right now to make it even easier for you to win that cash, baby. We certainly do. I don't know if I've got them, though. Has anyone else got them? I got them here. You got them there? I got them here. I got them here. I'm going to be here. Halloumi. Love me some halloumi. Horn and home improvement. <laughs> that was Flashback. a great television show. It was pretty good. Such a great show. Yeah. Stab Abby and Matt for breakfast. B105. Our aim now with Small Steps for Hannah, try and educate, help out the community and also uh, fundraise, helping survivors of DV. <laughs> Top Blokes Foundation actually is who you did the walk for yesterday, uh, Maddie, that help young men, you know, with mental health illnesses. And you said when you went into their program that they taught all facets, right? They Yeah, their whole their whole theory is they want to create great men uh, who grow up to be great fathers, husbands um, in, into the future. They want to um, show what it is to be a man and, and how to be a good man. And, and I remember when I uh, have been working with Small Steps for Hannah, I remember one of the sayings was that, you know, that her little boys become angry and dangerous men. And Sue and Lloyd are in from Small Steps for Hannah. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Now, you guys have done so much um, to, to help people suffering DB, and you guys do every aspect, I guess, you know, from housing, which is something that you, you're working with. Right. But something you're also passionate for is to educate young men, right? Exactly. Yeah, and getting them, I guess, to deal with a lot of other emotions and how to deal with it correctly, would you say? Yes, so young men understand their feelings and their emotions and it's okay to, to have a cry mm. Yeah, and it's okay to feel angry but not to take it out on other people. Mm. Mm. It's that line that you used, Maddie, last week, it's easier to um, teach a boy than to fix a broken man. Correct, yeah. 100%. And you, you stop it at the at the source, you know? Mm. Yeah. And that's what it's all about, prevention. Mm. So if we can get in early enough mm-hmm. and start preventing bad behaviours mm. uh, and letting these young adults, which they are soon to be in our new generation, mm. um, to know about respectful relationships uh, and how to change that cycle mm. they might be in. Might, they mm. might see mum and dad doing it. So yeah. let, let's break that cycle and become well-adjusted, 
social people. I think it's this whole presumption that people will grow up and be respectful and know what it is look like, looks like. But as you said, some people don't have the role models in their, 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 their lives that's to right. be able to do that. And that's why when um, we saw Top Bike, we thought, this is a great organisation. Mm. Yeah. You know, what they do, mentor, mentor. And it's um, that, that program, uh, what was it, the project. Yeah. Uh, what a great father is he going to be, you know. He's been through that drama. Zalin, they have yeah. him on yes, there. Um, one of the, he, he does one of the programs on there, yeah. 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 Like, he's been through that, so he's broken that cycle. Mm. And look what he's doing now. He's going to make his son a well-adjusted young man who's going to go out there and have a respectful relationship with someone. Yeah. yeah. I, I actually saw him do a, um, a course on anger management with some boys here at um, Yeronga State High. Yep. And you could see all the boys when they first start, you know, like most 15-year-old boys, arms crossed in the back. Too cool. Like, <laughs> Too cool. Don't care, we don't care. <laughs> but he does, like, he captivates the room. He gets the boys talking. And you can feel them walk out with a, oh, yeah, yeah, that makes sense. You know, but the big thing they do to these boys is they listen to them. Yes. You know, they, 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 the boys speak and they listen. They don't say you're silly or Mm. get over it. Mm. They take it on board. And I think that's really important at the same time. Of course it is. Mm. Yeah. Well, they feel validated then feel like someone is trying to help them Mm. because their whole lives, they haven't had that help. They've just been let run amok, do what they want to do. So they need these mentors to come in and actually help them adjust and listen to them and listen to their problem where no one has been. And, and kudos to you because many years ago we would not use the word coercive control. No. We wouldn't no. have known what it was and you guys have just campaigned to be able to change the laws and you're going to save so many people out there. And I was speaking to Rachel from Top Blokes and she was saying that a lot of these young boys are using coercive control and not knowing. Yeah. Do you know? And from that young age, they're not able to deal with jealousy. They're not able to deal with their partner going out into the world with without them. Mm. And they're doing so many controlling behaviours. And this is just at a, on a low level, but to stop it right there and realise this is not okay. Mm. Exactly. And it happens at a young age, even in primary school. With friends, not necessarily partners, yeah. but friends. Oh, if you're playing with that person, well, you can't be my friend. Yeah. Yeah. It is a form of coercive control. Mm-hmm. You're not respecting your other friends and respecting the fact that they can have other friends as well, other yeah. than you. Mm. And it's boundaries, yeah. Mm. I think it's also amazing for you as parents and grandparents who lost so much in your tragedy. It would be easy to uh, fight against men on that, but you've gone the complete opposite way. They're not all bad. Mm. And Lloyd grew up Mm. in a bad situation. His dad wasn't a great father, but he made the choice not to follow in his footsteps. He wanted to make a change. I find you inspiring hearing your story. It's it's incredible. Incredible. Um, You're hanging out with us for a little bit longer. I think we're, sure. we're counting some cash outside and yeah. we're gonna, are we going to announce the... Uh, we're going to announce, announce the rally. rally. We are. Yeah. We are wow. indeed. All right. Exciting. Yeah. Lots of zeros? Uh, we're hoping so. <laughs> All zeros, Lloyd. All zeros. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I've been too nervous to check it. I've been too nervous to check it. Uh, Brisbane, you were amazing with just how much you have donated. We're going to reveal the tally on how much we raised. Uh, coming up next here at B105. His boots are made for walking And that's just what he'll do one of these days, Maddie's boots are gonna walk 50Ks for charity. <laughs> yeah, but he ain't walking far today. I'll give you the hot tip. Um, You're doing a swagger. Yeah, you are a little bit limpy. 
It's, it takes me a while to get moving uh, when I stand up, not going to lie. Um, but yesterday was incredible. We did 55 Ks in the end, um, carrying 10 kilogram weighted vests. Um, the whole idea of the vest was carrying the mental load that people who suffer mental health carry um, to show if you keep on going. If you just keep on going, it gets better. And uh, Top Blokes Foundation go into the schools and just do the most wonderful program for uh, young men to become better adults. And Sue and Lloyd from Small Steps for Hannah are in the studio with us now and you guys are passionate about the program as well, learning more about it. Exactly. Yeah, it's it's something that, um, well, we we initially wanted to do when we started the foundation was to get into education because we didn't know about coercive control and all the dangers. So we thought we need to educate. But there's a lot of people out there already doing it and Top Blokes... Uh, one and they've done it a great job. Mm. We've looked into it, and um, yeah, we love their framework, the way they mentor. Uh, it, it's just a fantastic thing that goes to the school. And you know, I've, I've read some reviews where you know some of the really bad schools in Queensland areas have changed these kids into great scholars. Wow! Mm. Because they realise someone's like we said before, someone's listening to them. Mm. They're feeling validated, so they're making the choices now as young adults to not follow down that pathway of becoming an abuser. So let's become good social people. Now, you're proud of Maddie for walking. I know you guys walk yes. every day, so you probably do. <laughs> oh, God, I wouldn't even, I'd lose count how many Ks you guys do a week. Oh. On what, an average about seven and a half Ks a day. Right, right. yeah. No, but you guys are so passionate for it. And before we get to a tally, Maddie, because I know you don't know how much you have raised, right? No, no, and we no. just found out, but there is a last minute donation to be added to the tally by Small Steps for Hannah. It, there is. We would like to donate $25,000 towards Top Blokes Foundation. That's incredible. That's, ma- that's amazing. <laughs> no, well, you know, we, we need to get these programs not just in one or two places. They've got to go all over. So yeah. the more we can do. So here's our VA <laughs> check. I've never held a novelty, a novelty check. check. <laughs> you normally give them away, but here you hey. go. God, if you'd given that to them yesterday, you wouldn't have to walk. Can I just say, though, thank you so much. You know, a big part of the walk for me, um, and my cousin was there with me yesterday because we lost um, – he lost his brother and my cousin 12 months ago. And that was our, one of our biggest inspirations for getting this done. Um, we've got sons. I've, I've got sons. Abby's got sons. Stav's got a daughter who's going to, hopefully, who knows what she'll choose in life, but have, have, a, have a husband one day. There will be guys in her life. There will be guys in her life. And you yourself, Stav, you know, you're a young boy whose life was hugely affected by mental health. Mm-hmm. Um, so this money is going to save so many lives, and I just can't thank you enough for what you've done. That is absolutely incredible. You're most welcome. No, from the Small Steps Foundation, uh, all our board members and you know, volunteers who help us raise money so that we can then now grant it over mm. to people like yourselves you know, uh, or top blokes. So, yeah. you know, um, it was a no-brainer for us, mm. basically. So, no, you're welcome. Could have done 25Ks, that is. No, that no, is no, no. Do you want to hear your tally? I do want to hear the tally. Matthew John, actor. Savvy, <laughs> <laughs> Jane Coleman. You have raised a grand total for Top Blokes Foundation $84,785. Oh my God. Wow. Fantastic. Woo! And 45 cents. Yes! yes! We counted every 10. Oh. <laughs>
But that, that's a, that's just so amazing. amazing. And as Rachel from Top Bloke said, there has been so much more demand for their programs going into a school as a result of you talking about it. Mm-hmm. So not only did you raise money for them, but you raised the profile for, you know, teachers out there, for parents out there that are really concerned about their child and don't know where to go. Yep. We can implement this program into so many schools and not just save the boys, but as Lloyd and Sue said, mm-hmm. save the people that are affected by boys that mm-hmm. are damaged. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Very um, much so. Could I just put a shout out? Would it be nice if someone could just tip in that little bit more and make it 100? Oh, yeah. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I like it. I like it. It is a bit weird, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Sounds like a phone number. It's no good. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. When a hero, hey, he comes along. The link is still open yes. over yeah. the weekend, yeah. Brisbane. And to everyone who did donate, um, I was seeing the messages coming through, people dropping $5, $10, $20. This this money's raised by you guys, you know. I did the walk, um, but, you know, you guys really put your money where your mouth is. Um, and to you guys, I love you so much. Thank you so much for, for your very generous donation from Small Steps for Hannah. No, you're welcome. You're very welcome. Appreciate it. Stab Abby and Matt for breakfast. B105. Here you go, Ralph. You choo-choo-choose me? And it has a picture of it train on it. Uh, The Choice Awards happens every year. The annual Hall of Shame for businesses caught failing to be upfront about the products. It's called the Shonky Awards. I look forward to it every year because you've got to keep the bastards honest, don't you? (laughs) Choice is a non-profit organisation, right? Yeah. You don't know? I don't know. You only hear about them every time. All right. Yeah. Once a year I hear about Choice. (laughs) But they are good at keeping businesses on the straight and narrow and every year they do. They release the list of the most disappointing um, companies and this year is no different. Uh, And one of our biggest companies has topped the list this year with Qantas. They have renamed it the Spirit of Disappointment. I mean, all airlines have had a pretty rough year. Qantas have renamed themselves that? Yeah, no. (laughs) (laughs) Choice that. The expectation. It's true. You know, it really wasn't that bad. (laughs) (laughs) You know, we made it. Yeah, yeah, we're here. Uh, And another honourable mention to Steggles Chicken Nuggets uh, with hidden veggies. Mm -hmm. They said they hid the veggies very well. When they um, tested them, they only found a minuscule amount. (laughs) (laughs) And it was always carrot. It was always carrot. Always carrot. yeah. Yeah. Um, but they've had a few over the years. I love this one. In 2020, a floor cleaner, they, they tested all the floor cleaners, uh, and the Coles Ultra Floor Cleaner and a Long Life All Purpose Cleaner were among three cleaners that received lower scores than water. No. Yes. How can you be worse than water? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so they You're made it dirtier. Than... <laughs> it dirtier. Oh. Yeah. So well, they mu- it must have smudged or something. So when you actually would wipe it, it would leave like a film maybe. maybe. So it would make it dirtier than it would. Yeah, the best it. part of it is they're still available for sale. And people are still buying them. Mm-hmm. It's so cheap, you can't even tell the difference from the name brand, can you? Look at it. <laughs> the oh, other ones that, that, that fall into it quite a bit, and everyone sort of goes, especially um, ladies go, okay, that's, that, that's probably true, but I'm still going to buy it. Uh, and that's vitamins. So I think Choice have pretty much come out and said repeatedly, vitamins do nothing. Stop buying vitamins. It just makes your pee expensive. I'm still on the fence with this, and mm. this is why I'll tell you why, is because they always say vitamins don't work. It's expensive pee. We've spoken yeah. to specialists before, and they don't do it. Then you're pregnant, you go to the doctor and the doctor says, are you taking folate? Because if you don't take folate, something will happen wrong. Mm. And you're like, but that's a vitamin. Yeah, well, that one works. (laughs) And are you taking a multivitamin? And don't forget to take iron. Mm. But they're all vitamins. Yeah, those ones work. Mm. Mm. 
Yeah. Well, I think at that time, though, too, your body's doing something that is taking away the natural vitamins yeah. so you need to replace it. And then when it. you go and get surgery, they're like, just letting you know you want vitamin E because then it's in it. See, this is why Choice can't win. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> this is exactly why Choice can't win. Vitamin uh, companies um, go by that. Better to have them and not need them than need them and not have them. That's you know? true. Good point. Uh, in 2017, the pain eraser pen. Sounds legit already. Uh, that got uh, canned because it claimed it offered drug-free pain relief, a pen you put on your little points that hurts, got a quartz. Oh, yeah. Uh, and they reckon, yeah. uh, Crystals are not rocks. Didn't do they're anything. Magical. Yeah, they're magical. Didn't do anything. And if you called the 1-800 number, you got a trained consultant who, before they talked to you, asked for your credit card details. <gasps> Mm. What? Mm. (laughs) And this is my favourite because it opens up another branch. Uh, There was one year where um, they did (laughs) funeral homes and they found that funeral homes were quite shonky, one in particular, um, (laughs) for just going, giving you a a base product. So here's, oh, you had a a relative that died? Uh, Here's our $10,000 package without any breakdown of what that entailed. So you were just, they could just throw in anything there and it was, you know, that, 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 that wasn't like, that's the casket, that's the burial, that's the thing. But here's the line that got me in this one. <laughs> when we when we mystery shopped in the industry in 2019. <laughs> oh, my God. How do you mystery shop? You'd have, you'd have to get someone from NIDA, an acting student, and go, hey, Bill, we need Bill, you to go in and Can you lie real still for, like, half an hour? Like, hell? Yeah. <laughs> you would. You'd need a trained actress to be able to cry on cue and whatnot. And who do you pick? That person, when they go in, how do you get them to pick which dead relative they're in there about? Because that's some bad juju. True. Right that's a good point. Yeah, my mum's passed away. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. Then you come back a week later and say the same story. They go, hang on a second. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you can be a mystery shopper for funeral <laughs> homes. Also, there'd have to be at one point where you get a call and you have to go, Oh, I'm sorry. I was. I'm sorry about that. I was that just was making just making that, that up. But yeah. you, you didn't pass. Yeah. Or do they be pretend to be the dead person? Or if you went to someone that you know, your yeah. auntie's dead. <laughs> I was going to go out with lunch, lunch with her. How did it happen? Yeah, I'm sorry. It was. <laughs> Unless you go back, false alarm. False. You know, we thought they were. They woke up. Sorry. Stab Abby and Matt for breakfast. B105. What's up, Australia? It's Batman School. Big strap. Big strap. Ball on now. Ball on now. This is going to be wild. We cannot wait for it. The RNA Showgrounds Fridays live. Fat Man Scoop is on this morning. Good morning, champion. Good morning. How are you guys doing? What's every, What's going on over there, Brizzy? Hey. We're so excited. It's just been too long since it's back. What is on Fat Man Scoop's rider? What do you insist on being backstage? Oh, um, it's very simple. Fruits and vegetables. Oh. Mm-hmm. All, all, all fruits and vegetables, they yeah. actually... I request a juicer so I can juice my my um my fruits and vegetables mm-hmm. and uh, prawns as you say we call them shrimp mm-hmm. and just salad. The days of me eating pizza and all that stuff on on the road is mm-hmm. it's over. Um, you know I don't want to get into health and all that stuff because I'm the healthiest fat person you'll probably meet. <laughs> but um, sugar creates inflammation in your body, right. and when I eat sugar, it blows up my feet and it, it just makes it bad. So. Mm-hmm. I just try to stay as low sugar as I can. Keep up with that diet, though, and we're gonna have to call you Skinny Man Scoop. Yeah, but you know something. I, you know something. I, at one time, I lost like seventy-five pounds, well, okay. and I went into a heavy state of depression, man. Mm. Mm. Because everything that my life is about is connected with being heavier. So when I when I lost all that weight, I, I wound up like it's almost like you you aspire to get somewhere, and then when you get there, it's like 
anticlimactic, mm-hmm. if that makes sense. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. yeah, they say enjoy the journey because it's better than the destination. Exactly, exactly. Hey, last time you were on, actually, you blew our minds by saying that your uh, massage therapist is actually a local person here in Brisbane. She called us. And yes. she heard you and she called up and she yeah. chatted. She was lovely, Fat Man Scoop. Yeah, she's she's great. Like she does, she did me fifty. Mm-hmm. Um, she did me, and then I told fifty in them about it. She did fifth in the. She did fifth like almost every other day when we were there. Like she she's great. I hope she's, she's back because like, when yeah, she called us, she was on maternity leave. Have you right. spoken to her? Mm-hmm. I haven't spoken to her. I actually, I was now that I'm in in country, I gotta hit her. Hopefully, she can work on me when I'm over there because I need it. Yeah, mm-hmm. she called her son uh, Fat Man Junior. By the way, I don't know if you're aware. Fat Man Junior. <laughs> what, 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 what? Don't start rumors <laughs> Work now. Work out the timeline, Fat Man Scoop. No, 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 no Fat Man Junior. No, 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 sir. No, thank you, sir. Very much, sir. <laughs> Talking about names, uh, we we know all our rappers, I guess, by their rap name, and we just want to know how well you know them to see if you actually know their real name as on okay. their birth certificate. Okay. Shoot. All right. All right. We'll start off with an easy one. What is the rap name of Melissa Arnett Elliott? Missy Elliott. No, no, no. We, we want to go, go the, go other, the way. other way around. Uh, this, oh. we, we, give, we, yeah. we give the rap name. Here's and then they get the real name. Okay, so that one that one we'll give you. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> okay. I reversed it. Yeah. You did, you did. Stab's only been doing radio for 17 years. So he'll he'll pick it up Batman Scoop, can you please tell us what is the real name of Snoop Dogg? Um, Calvin Brodus. Oh, yeah. Okay, okay, well, this is going to be an easy game for you. What about the guy who's headlining, who we all can't wait to see, Macklemore? Oh, man, that's a tough one. Mm. Yeah. I don't know his real name. Is it Mac Lee Moore? <laughs> no, but I can sound like the way your mind's working. See, Tell me his real name. Tell me his real name. His real name is... Uh... Benjamin. Mm-hmm. Benjamin ben- Hammond Haggerty. Benjamin Hammond Haggerty. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's a that's a conversation we're gonna have to have. Keep going. <laughs> Introduce him as that on yes. on stage. <laughs> Give it up for Benjamin Hager Haggerty. <laughs> what? What the hell? What is this? <laughs> now, one, one of the biggest names in the world. Look, come on, that, that's that, that's easy. We we came into the business at the same time. Sean Carter. Yes. Sean, yeah. I think Sean Corey Carter. Too. Hey, double yes, bonus yes, points. Yes. Mr. Yes. and Mrs. Carter, yeah. as they have been known. Yeah. Do you know you know him him well then? I, I, of course, I know him well. At the start of at the start of um, their career, I was there. Um, Damon Dash, who happened to be the business person behind Rockefeller, was what lived in my neighborhood. I told them how to get their records played on the radio because um everything because I was on Hot 97 and at the time I, I don't think they really knew anybody else at Hot 97 and I was just a connect. I know we've got to let you go, Fat Man, but what's your real name? My real name is Isaac Freeman III. The third. The third. All right. Um, I never really got comfortable with my name until maybe about two, three years ago. Um, I've always been called Scoop by my family, by my teachers, by everyone. Anybody that knew me, I always went by Scoop, and for some reason. I finally got comfortable with it. I didn't realize what my parents had done. You know how sometimes you don't understand what your parents are actually doing because you don't have the foresight? Yeah, yeah. So yes. when, I, when I was growing up, I was like, how come you didn't name me Taekwon or, <laughs> or, or Dale or, or you know, what, whatever the name was? I was like, this name is stupid. And then I realized that Isaac Freeman III sound like money. 
And if I ever get the money I want, I'm changing it to I Freeman the third. I'm, I'm really going hard. <laughs> nice. All right, man. Well, we'll see you there. Yep. Uh, RNA Showgrounds Friday's live. Looking forward to it. Go to Ticketmaster. They'll be there for you. We've got a limited amount left. So go get them. Stab Abby and Matt for breakfast. B105. Why can't we all just get along? The boomers hate the millennials, the millennials hate the boomers, and Gen X hate everybody. But I'm bringing the generations together with three of them right here. we got Maddie representing the... 30s. Abby representing 40s. the uh, late 30s. And, <laughs> <laughs> and Hale's representing the... 20s. 20s. And they all work together to answer my generational questions. All right, so... <clears throat> Only playing for respect, but we're doing well so far. That's all we need. That's true. All right, question number one. This is a history slash science question. In the in 1996, scientists managed to clone a sheep. Dolly. Oh. <laughs> I really feel like these. Should we should wait for the question? <laughs> Sorry, you're right. How many legs did it have? No, you're right, you're right, you're right, you're right. No, but I think you've nailed that. How did they cook it after it passed away? Natural causes, they always said what about What was the her? sheep's name? You're locking in Dolly there? Did you no, want to confirm I don't know. with um, That just came to my mind. Maybe you, it's wrong. Did you no, want to I've never heard of this. You've never I heard of it? No. It was the first animal that they cloned. Yeah, it looked yeah. like the others. Yeah. And then they put them in a um, they put them in a uh, amusement park and they got loose and ate everybody. It was hectic. Um, <laughs> you're, right, you're right with Dolly. 100%. Okay. We'll Dolly come back and find sheep. out. Dolly the cloned sheep. Mm-hmm. Okay. The arcade game Pac-Man. You know this noise from that. The arcade game Pac-Man was invented in 1980. Pac-Man eats white dots, famously, and gets chased after by four ghosts. What are the ghosts' names? Uh, They have names? Mm. Yeah, they had names. (laughs) Pac-Man, do you know what it is? I do know what Pac-Man is. is. I used to love that. Okay. Yeah. And what were the dots? Were they meant to be like pills or I always something? think they're like cookies, so you just eat yeah. the dots and then you have to run away from the ghosts. And then you got the big dots that made the ghosts edible too. Yeah. yeah. After them. Where would we see the names of the ghosts? Was it on the game? Uh, probably not on the game, but they did do a cartoon. and they did all a, sorts movie. Of stuff, a movie. And did they? Yeah, they yeah. mm. Just sort of recently. Did you mm. know this one? I knew. I When I read it, I went, oh, yeah, uh, but I wouldn't have got it, to be fair. The ghost colors. Demon, ghost face. <laughs> There's like two. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I think they were like yellow, blue, pink, and purple. I think they were different colors. Yeah, yeah they're yeah. all different colors. All different colors. Yeah. Um, do you want the names for when they were edible and when they weren't edible, or <laughs> you just want? <laughs> Let, why don't we put that down as a pass? Let's sure. say Steve, <laughs> uh-huh. Daryl. Oh, like you want uh-huh. four names? They're four different. There's names. four different ghosts. Yeah, four. Oh, four uh, names. Yeah. Uh, ghost one, ghost two. <laughs> Steve, Daryl, Mindy, and Claire. Mm. Okay, all right. <laughs> you never know. Could jag it. Double barrel question time. Who is Charlie D'Amelio and who are they dating? Um, so Charlie D'Amelio is a TikToker mm-hmm. and she is dating um, Landon Barker, who is Travis Barker's son. Travis Barker's son? Yes. Really? Yes. I was going to ask if you knew that, but that just became <laughs> obvious. That's that impressive. Well done. Is he covered in tattoos? I think he's only like 17. Yeah, right. I, don't I would have thought he'd be born with them. <laughs> is, he does oh, have an edgy look. Is he the one that didn't go to all the events for the Kardashians? I believe so. Yeah, mm. he's because her yeah. his kids weren't as involved. I know he yeah. went to their wedding. The wedding, yeah, yeah. Okay, I think we've got that one too. Yeah, yeah. Are you guys concurring? Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. Okay, mm-hmm. good on you. Thank all right. You. What year 
did the GST come in? Ninety-eight. Guys, do you reckon ninety-eight? I don't think I was at school when the GST came out because the GST was Labor, right? Or was it Liberal? Liberal. Liberal. It was Johnny Howard brought it in? Really? Yeah. Um, was it after the 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 Y two K You reckon nineties? You're going with nineties? Yeah, but maybe that's too early. I love the fact that when you're out, you're just out. <laughs> I'm just out. I'm just silent. <laughs> but when you're in, you're in. You're in. Yeah, yeah. And these guys are out. Yeah. GST. I know this sounds stupid, but I always remember the hoo-ha of tampons are a luxury item. Yeah. yeah. Do you know? Like that seems like a big deal, but I don't remember if I was at school at the time. What are you thinking? More 2005-ish? No, earlier than that, like 2002. What yeah. are you thinking? Yeah, let's go there. That's or should we good. do like 2001? What do you want to do? No, nah, let's go 202. It's probably 90. Like Sorry that. about that. No, no, that's all, <laughs> that's all good. I mean, I would prefer it never came in, but that's... Okay, last question before we check our answers. Mike Tyson infamously bit part of someone's ear off in a boxing match in 1997. Whom had their ear bitten off? Oh, I don't, I don't know. know. Is he a famous boxer? You'd tend to have to fight another famous boxer if you... Like Mike Tyson yeah. wouldn't fight. I, I didn't know if it was an up and coming. That's right. what I'm trying no, to work out. No, it was out. a big, big, big It dude. was a big dude. You can't miss him now because he's missing half his ear. Mike hey, Tyson. You've met Mike Tyson. I don't really what? know boxing. I don't know who no. he bit. I Any remember other like, seeing the photos of the ear, mm. but... Yeah. That's a boxer that would be around um, that time. Rocky. <laughs> I'll lock that in. Rocky. Write it down. <laughs> it would be like the kid. You remember they always had yeah, like, yeah. No, I don't know. I don't know who it was, but I know the, the moment. Mm-hmm. All right, let's see how we went here. Okay. All right. <clears throat> Question one. The sheep's name of the clone sheep? Correct, it was Dolly. Well done. Nice. nice work. Nice work. Yes. Um, the arcade game Pac-Man, what were the ghost names? <laughs> we said Steve, Dale, mm, Cindy Darryl. and Daryl. Yeah. Mm. Inky, Blinky, Pinky, and Clyde. Oh, okay. Who is Charlie D'Amelio and who are they dating? Big ups to Steph. Yep, correct. Uh, did you get Haley's name? Yeah, I did. I said we were Steph. Big up to Hales. Uh, uh, that's why he reads fronts. the questions. <laughs> on all fronts. He is uh, Travis Barker's son and uh, he is dating that one. She is famous for this uh, re- renegade dance. Renegade, the top. Renegade. Oh, did she start yeah, this? Did yeah, she? yeah, yeah, yeah. Which ended up on Fortnite, too. Yeah. She's got the most TikTok followers, I believe. Right. Yeah. Of everyone? Of everyone, Wow, yeah. okay. Uh, what year did the GST come in? You said 2002 after some hoo-ha forwards and back. If you'd have split the difference between 98 and 2002, you would have been correct. 2000. Oh. You know yeah. what? I was thinking that. Yeah, you can oh, say that. Oh, you can't oh, believe me, yeah. though. Oh, Such a 20 year old. after the fact. And I yeah. think we can remember that not everyone was happy about it. Nine dollars fifteen for a packet of cigarettes and chewing gum. <laughs> <laughs> Imagine her now. Stab Abby and Matt for breakfast. B one hundred and five. Yeah, there were stats out this week saying that one point five million uh, Australians do not know their own phone number. Oh wow! Which yeah. is a lot. Mm. And they go on to further to say almost twenty percent do not know any numbers in a case of emergency. Right. So they're saying that they wouldn't know. You know, if they're like, "Hey, is everything all right? Can I call someone for you?" They wouldn't know a phone number to give of their significant other because we don't remember them like we used to. You used to have to remember home phones. Yeah. yeah. 
Well, I remember, I know every phone number, I just don't know who it belongs to. <laughs> but they're saying that, you know, do you have to? Mm, you know, you no. can just do the face ID and mm-hmm. then call them on their phone. But people are saying because we don't need to, our memory and that part of the matter in our brain has actually just like off the fairies. Turn to mush. So this lady has come out and she said that, no, no, it's not the case. You can actually improve your memory. I did not know this, but there is such things as the Australian and worldwide mm. memory championship. Oh, I forgot about those. <laughs> and it's, <laughs> it's extraordinary to know that there are memory sports happening all over the world. Yeah. And this girl, Anastasia Woolmer, came out and said she had a shocking memory. Right. And she was not a very good student all through school. And she's done a TED Talk and explained it like this. Three years ago, if you invited me to a dinner party, I wouldn't have remembered the names of nearly anyone around the table. And I really didn't try to remember any of it because I knew I had no chance. I, like many of us, had an average memory. Fast forward to today, and I'm a two-time Australian memory champion. So she says that you can actually change your memory. And she read a book about it, Mm -hmm. and it was all uh, techniques of how you can improve it. She thought, maybe I should take it on board. And she's a dancer, so she sort of combined them together. Mm -hmm. And then she won the championship. And what they actually do with these memory sports, it's hard to get your head around it, because you go, I can't remember a phone number. Mm -hmm. Listen to what they do. In memory sports, athletes train themselves in memory techniques and then use these techniques to achieve remarkable feats of memory in competition. The world record for correctly remembering the exact sequence of numbers simply read out loud is 456. Imagine that. Most people max out at about one phone number. (laughs) Bloody hell. So they just go like four, ten... Three, and they'll just be able to repeat it all back. You wouldn't want to be married to that. No. Every time you'd be like, no, oh, I remember exactly yeah. what you said and mm-hmm. I can say it word for word. That, no, that's You awful. can improve your memory though. So I've been trying and last night we were at the pub and I'll be able to recall everyone's name there. So you've been doing this training that you that you heard about. Well, because I like images and this is how she explains yeah. that you can practice your memory. The techniques used by the athletes are simply about translating information from something that we can't easily remember into something that we're going to struggle to forget. By creating a memorable story, learning using imagery and creativity and thinking outside of the square. So we create an exciting visual story rather than remembering a boring list of numbers or words. So you just need to, and that's the whole thing. Like people go, you say it three different ways or you remember something different about it. And it's not an excuse if you don't go, I'm shocking with names. No. You actually just don't care and you haven't put an image with it. Mm -hmm. And this is for some, they're saying that people with dementia, it will be, they'll forget every detail, but they'll remember when a music goes on. Mm. When that music goes on, they might associate it with a person. So let's just say when Princess Diana died, that's a very memorable moment. Mm -hmm. Where were you? I was sitting in the um, cinema at uh, Carindale about to watch the movie Face Off. You can see it, right? Yeah. That's it. Mm. And do you remember, or were you a bit too no, young? Yeah. I don't, I don't so really everyone was remember saying that him. you can remember, and they're saying places and music you can associate so many images with, yeah. mm-hmm. and you can actually remember it. Right. 
I guess that kind of makes sense because songs that I hear on the radio, I associate with the radio it. station that I was working at at mm-hmm. the time. Yeah. So yeah. it's more, it's an experience. You've got to attach an, like an experience mm. to it sort of thing. And it is a muscle. The more you use it, the stronger it gets and the better you mm. get with it. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. And they're, they're saying that, um, you know, how everyone goes, oh, I'm a guy. I can't remember things. Mm. She's the first female to win. Previously, oh, wow. they've all been males. Wow. So they're saying that there's no just thing as I've got a shocking memory. Mm. No, you actually just don't want to improve it. Yeah, right. I love this fact that you're going to go from um, thinking that you remember everything correctly to actually thinking that you remember everything correctly. Yeah, this is not good for us. No, not it? really. No. But I feel like I've always done that because I remember in images mm-hmm. because I don't see... You know how you always think in voice? You hear your voice in your head? I hear a voice. I'm not sure if it's my own. <laughs> I never do that. I, re- I can remember, mm. like if we have a moment, I can actually remember going back to that remote mm. memory and remember everything about it. Mm. It's different. It's unusual. <laughs> I like it. Brisbane wakes up with Staff, Abby and Matt on B105.